and welcome to Pop That Culture. The bad news is that it's Monday. <laughs> the good news is, though, that we get to see the sun. Yes. Unlike this weekend. I did, uh, I thought, I'm not going to, I wanted to try to go to the Ann Arbor Art Fair mm -hmm. because I love art fairs, but there are two problems that I have with them in general. And what are the two? Um, I don't like crowds, and ah. they usually happen when it's balls hot. So. Oh. How, how hot is balls hot? <laughs> so hot. <laughs> is it so hot you get wrinkly? Sticky. Yes, you get Sharpay-y. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, you know, like every leap year when the, it's actually not hot during the Ann Arbor Art Fair. <laughs> okay, yeah. I actually like to try and go. I see. But it was all drizzly and gross this weekend, but I hauled my ass there yesterday anyway because I wanted to, wanted to give it a shot. So it wasn't balls hot, and now you're still complaining. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, because it's raining. <laughs> raining and crowded, and uh, I just, sometimes I forget how um, inconsiderate people are. Oh, yes. <laughs> until I go into you, crowded places, and I'm like, oh. I've changed my tune on that. I don't think it's that people are inconsiderate anymore. Mm -hmm. I think it's that they're self-absorbed, which there's a difference. Because they don't realize that they aren't thinking of other people? They are so in their own world that there are no other people. Okay, I'll I buy was, that. I was at a, at a major retail establishment <laughs> yes. over the weekend, uh -huh. and a woman decided that she wanted to take the time to browse a lovely end cap, which I'm, I'm all about. Yeah, sure. Commerce, woo! Browse that cap, baby. America. She stops and looks, but not with that stop where you can kind of shimmy around. She stopped, so her cart was blocking, uh -huh. was transverse. And I'm just like sitting there and I'm like, do you seriously not see me about to run you over? I'm just sitting there. And Jonah's even going, Daddy, why is she stopped? And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe because she's self-absorbed. <laughs> and she still didn't even figure it you out. You said that out loud? I said it out loud. And she did not Yes. Move. There is, wow. I am normally the most polite, pleasant person in the world. But when you stop me and then there's five people behind I me, know. then I start, I start, um, I'm like almost like uh, what's the, what's the what's the ex person who can steal everybody's powers? Dave. Nice. The ex the X man. Who <laughs> Who's can steal the X man powers? that can just by touching she can take your powers? Uh, isn't that that's not Jubilee? That's no. um, Rogue. 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 Yeah. Yes. So I became like Rogue. I absorbed like everybody else. Hair. Yes. I got a stripe <laughs> in my hair, and then I started having this thing for that southern guys. accent. Come yeah. on, sugar. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then I absorbed everybody's jaded sense of frustration. And then you pushed it out in the yeah. form of passive-aggressive, I'm going to say yeah. something not to you, exactly. but near you, because you should be able to hear what I'm saying uh -huh. if you were a human being, but you're not, because you're yeah. totally just all about yourself. Now, picture that on steroids mm. in San Diego. Ah. Listen, I like a lot <laughs> of TV and movies, but wow, do, does it sound like there are a lot of nightmare elements about going through the crowds and the, um, the lines that you have to wait through in order to see anything that you would really want to see? The con funk? Yes! I would like to do San Diego once with my son. Okay. Just once. And, Maybe um, when he's a little bit older. Yeah, when he's a little bit older. And the reason being is I took him to one of the local smaller ones yeah. a couple years back. And he wore a Superman jammy, so we had a cape. And he was in, he saw R2-D2, and he was like, <laughs> oh my God, this is the best thing ever. Aww. So I want to experience that feeling again, but for reals. Awful reals. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I can't even imagine 
just the congestion of people and costumes right. and cars and not being able to get a hotel within five miles yeah. of that place. Especially like, if your cosplay has some type of apparatus that goes. Oh with God! It. If you have like wings like or, a or a giant, giant gun, hammer, or, or, yeah, yeah, no, you're just walking around. It's going to be an absolute nightmare. Or you could be trying to walk the floor carrying a huge trident hmm. and telling all your friends, my man, if you're dressing up in your Jason Momoa <laughs> Aquaman right. cosplay, we have been waiting for quite a while to see, to finally see the trailer for the new Aquaman hmm. because so far I had not been impressed with what I had seen from Aquaman in his previous movies yeah you know what's funny you and i are diametrically opposed because mm -hmm. i liked solo i liked the portrayal and the story and and, and the i actor, didn't hate it but you weren't you weren't a fan of who played the new oh Han solo. not not harrison ford no um i i the only thing i will say about him is that i watched it as if i was not watching han solo I didn't hate the movie. I just will never buy him as Han Solo. But it took you out of the movie, though. It did take you out of sure. the character. So yeah. yeah, and then you and you don't like Jason Momoa's portrayal of Aquaman. Right, he's For fantastic as Khal Drogo, mm -hmm. um, but his his bro Aquaman was too much for me. And so we've been waiting, waiting, waiting hmm. to see exactly what the full Aquaman experience was going to be. Mm -hmm. And they released the trailer this week, and there was actually special footage I think that they showed just yeah, to the, the people. first looks. Um, at Comic-Con, but we're going to show you the trailer and then reserve our judgment until after the trailer. Uh -huh. I've got a lot of it in reserve, so here's the Aquaman trailer. My father was a lighthouse keeper. My mother was a queen. But life has a way of bringing people together. He could unite our worlds one day. Check it out, Arthur is talking to the fish. King Orm is about to declare war upon the surface world. The only way to stop this war is for you to take your rightful place as king. Trust me, I am no king. You do your best thinking when you're not thinking at all. That was the worst pep talk ever. I want to strap in. Welcome home. unworthy to leave because you're of two different worlds that is exactly why you are worthy that was awesome the war is coming to the surface 
And I'm bringing the wrath of the Seven Seas with me. A lot of one-liners for you, Joe. He is. Redheads, I'm a riot. Permission to come aboard. Uh -huh. I mean, and I did. He didn't throw uh, any mop mans in this no. one, so he's it backs that off. A if little you were bit. to do a cosplay of that, I think that the ultimate Aquaman Jason Momoa cosplay would be <laughs> walking around Comic Con with a bottle of Jack and a fish over your shoulder, <laughs> right, with the long hair. Yes. Wow. Big sweater. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of CGI. There's a lot of yeah. CGI. Did DC not learn from Green Lantern? <laughs> oh, oh boy. Uh, I'm just hoping that it has the performances in the script to back up the CGI because wow, right. is that like 80% CGI. Yeah. It was um, interesting this weekend. Justice League was on, obviously because of Comic-Con. Sure. You know, they tend to stock up on all the movies based on the current events. And uh, Justice League was on. I put it on as background noise to see mm -hmm. if it could win me over. Nope. No, not so much. Nope. 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 I mean, it's cool to see Nicole Kidman in there. And uh, apparently she does have some uh, fight scenes, which I think they showed that footage at Comic-Con, but it's not in this um, trailer. Mm. And uh, I'm sort of neither here nor there on Amber Heard. She's never been bad or exceedingly good in anything I've ever seen her uh, She looks good in the role, you know. She's and a beautiful girl. Like, that's never going right. to change. I mean, but I don't know. It's just, uh, it's, I'm, I'm a person who's very, um, I can be put off easily by bad CGI. I, and not I that can, this was bad. But it wasn't great. But there was a lot of it. Maybe it's not done. Well, that's true. That's the other thing, too, is that they've been sort of withholding, withholding, withholding because uh -huh. the director of the movie wanted to make sure that the special effects were good enough right. to show to everybody. Just let Pixar do it. <laughs> you know, and you know, Toy Story Aquaman. Is, uh, it would be great if Amber Heard, um, like, you know, there's a ship passing overhead and she destroys it with her aqua powers <laughs> and it turns out to be the Black Pearl. <laughs> nice. Oh my God! Uh, now at Comic Con, I this is both uh, adorable and completely inappropriate, but I loved it. So you have the uh, whole cast for Breaking Bad celebrating ten years, blah mm. blah blah. There at Comic Con, and Aaron Paul brought his little teeny tiny Ooh, baby yeah. daughter to Comic Con, showed her off to the crowd. Very cute. She's, but he put her in a little hazmat suit mm -hmm. <laughs> so that she could be a tiny drug dealer, which yeah. is. I mean, she's so chubby and cute. Like, I'm not mad at the fact that he's basically right. making her a part of his illegal deal. Well, what you don't see in the picture is that she has in tow the, one of the first uh, Fisher-Price My First um, Meth Cooking Kits. <laughs> and uh, that's what the hazmat suit was oh, for. It's and like a little, little RV. There's a little RV she drives <laughs> around. It's great. There's a whole set. Little tidy whities yeah. You can stand outside your RV. and Yeah. I mean, you could pretty much do, what would you use, like, Broken, um, like big flat lollipops to look like the stuff that they made, or you like a uh, rock sugar. That's it's a what? Stuff, like rock sugar. Yeah, 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 yeah. A little, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, all the all the little sugar looks like Dwayne Johnson. I mean, why, why not? You know, use candy and have a my first meth, my first meth kit because when we were kids, they sold candy cigarettes. Right. 
They absolutely did. A couple of different kinds. You had the kind you could just straight up eat, or the kind that were gum wrapped in paper. And you got one puff of of sugar dust or whatever it was that came out of it. Yeah, exactly. So, and then Conan O'Brien always goes nuts at Comic Con, Mm -hmm. and he'll have big, um, you know, panels on his show, and he'll Mm -hmm. do all kinds of creative things. And this year, he did a mockumentary of the cantina band in Star Wars. Yes. You know, you don't know a lot about them. They're just on screen for a, about a minute or two. Yeah. But lots of controversy. So much controversy. Ah. And I didn't realize how many people had worked with them. So please enjoy a tiny bit of the mockumentary. Documentary about the modal notes? About time. <laughs> <laughs> to call Figrin Dan and the modal nodes the cantina band, is beyond unfair. These guys made their mark not just on Tatooine, but across the entire galaxy. The type of music they played was known as jizz, which uh, caused some confusion. Well, I'm actually on the original demo of the Cantina song. Some people are like, these guys only had one song, but that's a lie, man. They had like 17 albums. I, I produced nine of them. I was a Cantina regular. They were a very tight band, very tight. And why are you smiling like that? It's a disease, I can't stop. We were so good, people almost didn't care that we had heads that looked like butt cracks. They looked like testicles with eyes, but they sounded like heaven. I mean, you have to understand, it was the 70s. If you could play a clue horn or a, or a fanfare, you were dropping panties left and right. That was the times. I don't even know why I'm yelling, but it was the times. Their first contract was actually with Jabba the Hutt. Working for Jabba, you hit one wrong note, boom, you're in a Rancor pit. Hit another wrong note, boom, you're in a Sarlacc pit. The guy loved pits. Chalman's Cantina was the Studio 54 of Tatooine. Oh, you had Jub Jubs, you had Gluvaz, Linda Ronstadt, Hugh Hefner. You had everybody, sometimes the Polish would come in, you know, from Long Island. <laughs> so uh, the whole thing is much longer than that, and it's uh, it's worth a look. That can be your rabbit hole today if yeah. you want to uh, spend some time Go with it. down it. Do it. It's too much fun. Joe, were you excited hmm. that Mr. I Like to Rain on Everybody's Parade scientifically, Neil deGrasse Tyson? No, he is not. He's Mr. Awesome. He is he's awesome and he's fun. However, uh, he does like to rain on everybody's parade when it comes to things working out. And it's like, well, these yeah. are fictional stories, dude. We're not, they weren't necessarily supposed to be perfect no. science. I'm, you know what? I'm cool with that. You know, I'm cool with him. I'm cool with Bill Nye. And I'm cool with the Asian with the long hair and the long white hair. Mishu Kaku. Is that who that is? Yes. He's awesome. Mi- I'm fine with Mishu Kaku. Him. Can we say that? Oh, he's what dope. Is- who is that? Yeah. He's he's a guy they normally interview him on, on those shows where they need scientific consensus. Oh. Yeah, he's the I think he's like the leading like uh scientist on string theory right now. Okay. All yeah. right. And he's just he he's very good on camera. He's like one of us, but not. <laughs> but but not. smart. Which is and, not like either of us. And then and then who's the hot astrophysicist that they defer to? The one the one that works at JPL that's really good looking? Is this a lady or a dude? Yeah. Oh no, there's a there's a lady. She's a lady. Whoa, 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 whoa. she's a l- okay. So and then there's an astrophysicist. I believe she works for JPL, and she is gorgeous. 
And then, and then she starts spitting out all this Bill Nye and the grass Tyson And Joe's stuff. like, and I'm going to need a minute I'm in like, the bathroom by myself after I'm gonna, watching that. This how is much to uh, subscribe per month to the uh, <laughs> National Geographic After Dark channel? Woo! So, Neil deGrasse Tyson is saying pretty much everything that would seem like it was based on science in most science fiction mm -hmm. movies is pretty incorrect. Yes. Um, however, in Star Wars, he will give them one thing that they got right. A sound in space? No. He said, mm. in Star Wars, A New Hope, the first of the series, it was Luke comes out and he sees a double sunset. Dun, 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 which Love is the it. only scientifically accurate thing in all of Star Wars. More than half the stars you see in the night sky are double and multiple star systems, and no one had thought to put a planet around any of them. So the fact that it was portrayed in Star Wars, huh. he thought was dope. Wait a minute, so midi-chlorians aren't real? <laughs> That's not based on real science? Damn. Neil deGrasse Tyson, come on! Oh. Yes. There was uh, another revelation that came out, and I feel like we heard a bit about this before. Uh-huh. But had you heard the thing about I, Iron Man I'd before? heard about it, but yeah. I was just so taken by Pepper Potts that, you know, <laughs> shooting I threw it all away. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they were doing like a big Marvel retrospective or, or what it was, but they mm -hmm. were talking to a bunch of the, uh, the old higher-ups at, uh, at Marvel, and they said that Robert Downey Jr. pretty much changed the course of... Everything. Every, all the Marvel universes, uh, you know, all the movies in Marvel and all of that because he decided it was more like his character instead of reading the card that was prepared for him in the first movie to tear it up or not use it and tell the press that were gathered there, mm -hmm. I am Iron Man, rather right. than keeping it a secret. Yeah. And then he had a retraction that said, oh, no, no, I meant to say... I'm I am not, not Iron Man. Right. I misread the transcript. <laughs> I, I got us at this straight. Yes. We'll see what I had meant to say was. Um, <laughs> but so, uh, you know, they said usually when an actor ad-libs a line like that, like Robert Downey Jr. did, and it would change uh, everything, they're like, it's mm -hmm. cute. We'll let you do a couple yeah. takes of that. But we're going to go back yeah. to what actually needs to happen right. in the movie. But then they realized he was right. That it does fit the character more, that that is the right way, direction for us to go. And so that really, again, it's like it touched and affected everything yes. that came after it. Absolutely. And that was all from one Mr. Robert uh. Downey Jr. Thanks, RDJ. Because mm -hmm. I like it. Now, there was a crowd reaction to a certain surprise celebrity that showed mm. up in Comic-Con. I didn't expect this reaction. I don't know if he expected this reaction, and we will show it to you when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle Power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special, 9 holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. 
Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. I knew it from the start that I would lose my heart. Is alive. Oh, yes. Ali Sheedy dancing around at the sideboard. It's all good. In her special way. Uh, yes. Joe, during the break, was showing me his hot scientist. Mm -hmm. Again, if you feel like it, we can put that link on our Facebook page <laughs> so people can go down the different I love you scientist route yeah. today. Hot smart people. <laughs> Mondays on Pop That Culture. Yay! Hot and smart. They might look good. But have they been peer-reviewed? <laughs> Pop That Culture investigates Monday. Yes. Well, there people knew that there was going to be a big panel with the cast from the second in the series of the prequels for the Harry Potter movies. Mm -hmm. So this series is Fantastic Beasts. And uh, they knew, because at the very end of the last, the first one in the series, the mm -hmm. very end of that movie, a character who'd been played by somebody the whole time was then revealed like Shazam it's actually somebody else and that that villain was being played by Johnny Depp which was controversial casting mm -hmm. it continues to be controversial casting because of the whole domestic abuse thing that, right. that was alleged initially by his wife at the time Amber Heard who was just in Aquaman that we were talking yes. about um, and they sort of went back and forth about what did and didn't happen for a very long time. And then at the end of it, when they finally settled and did that thing, they did a joint statement together. But it was still weird. Yeah, you, you talked about. Right, yeah. It's fine. We're fine. Nothing <laughs> happened. Yeah, it's just so neat. It, I don't know. It was mm. just weird to see the two of them together. And, and I, that her saying now that nothing happened, but then he settled with her for like $7 million, yeah. but she's still giving that all to charity and not keeping it, and huh. I don't know. They need to investigate. They should send in a young person that's really a cop into the household to see what really is going on there. Sure. Yes, maybe someone who seems like they're in high school, but they're not Right, that they're actually like 27, 28. At, like, at least. Yeah, maybe Richard Grieco can and just go in there. Somebody Deloise can help him out yeah. as well. Um, yeah, took me a Thank second. You. I'm sorry. Thank you. Woo! Woo! Uh, yes. Uh, it's Monday. No, I know. So people were, were, you know, tweeting at J.K. Rowling, like, how could you let them basically cast a domestic abuser in this movie, and that's not cool. And she said that she had reservations initially as well. Mm. But then... They were canceled? Yes. 
But then once they got to the, the point where Amber Heard made it sound like, no, I'm fine, everything's mm -hmm. okay, and uh, allegedly the movie studio did their investigation, she's like, no, no, we're cool with it, you should be cool with it too, let's all move forward. But people still had this overwhelming sense of uh, ick about it. Yeah. And so Johnny Depp was not announced as far as any of the cast that was going to be at Comic-Con for this panel, even though the movie's called The Crimes of Grindelwald, which is who he plays. Mm -hmm. So you're like, wow. like. The titular <laughs> character in the second one, he's, he's not there. <laughs> Where's Johnny Depp? I don't understand. And then, surprise, he came out um, in costume, in, in character, and gave a speech. This is sort of a faraway um, Twitter video, but this will give you a little bit of a taste of him as Grindelwald speaking to the audience at Comic-Con. My brothers, my sisters, my friends, the great gift of your applause is not for me, but for yourselves. Therefore, applaud yourselves. It has been said that I hate the non-magic, the muggles, the no-match, the can't-spell. I do not hate them. I do not. I say the muggles are not less than others. Not worthless. Whatever the value, the magic blooms of the rare souls. And he kept going for a while yeah. after that. And then finally at the end, Alakazam, and he puts his wand up in the air. The lights go out and there's thunder sound effect rolling. Mm. Where did Johnny now go? because he's really a wizard. I was kind of preparing myself for Trent Reznor to come out and do an acoustic cover of uh, Panic in Detroit along <laughs> with Bowie there. It was no, yeah, <laughs> David brought that up uh, a, a little bit earlier that he looks and sounds an awful lot like Bowie. And especially if, like me as a child, you loved the movie Labyrinth mm -hmm. with David oh, Bowie yeah. and Jennifer Connelly. I mean, he doesn't have like the Labyrinth um, mullet of Bowie in that but movie. Could. But he has like the pants, yeah, the, like, right. the cod piece. Like, well, I don't <laughs> know what. The cod piece. <laughs> there was a lot going on in those pants. Yeah, there was a lot being <laughs> smuggled in and David the, Bowie's and pants. And the Bowie pants, like compare and contrast pants. There was a lot. Mm. And I don't know if they belonged mm. to either gentleman. Was it balls hot, Sarah? Like it. It, was, it might have been balls hot in there. Um, yeah, so he he's he's pretty much channeling his best uh, David Bowie with this evil wizard. But the crowd cheered their asses off for him, which I don't know if I necessarily expected that response because uh, I thought people were still feeling kind of bleh about Johnny Depp right now. Do you think that crowd might have been a little uninformed? Or they could have just gotten swept up into the moment. Something similar happened over the weekend uh, at the Milwaukee Brewers game where Josh Hader came out to the oh. for the first time since the All-Star break. Uh, How did that go? He got a standing O. Are you serious? He totally got a lily white standing O. 
saying. A Lily White stand. Wow, Santos, uh, you are not wrong. Everybody else just took a knee and moved on. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah. Mm. So what's interesting that you brought him up, so he uh, was embarrassed by old tweets. Right. And that is what happened to our next fellow, Mr. James Gunn, who directed the first and the second Guardians of the Galaxy. And his casts always seemed to love him and right. spoke so highly of him and said he was a super great guy. And now these old tweets have surfaced where I, I didn't see the actual tweets. I don't know what the actual verbiage was, but that rape and pedophilia were mentioned. And I don't know if it was in a joking manner or if he was talking about somebody else or himself. I don't know. I've just been seeing stories about him getting fired and I haven't seen screen captures mm. of the actual tweets. So I don't know exactly it was, what it was. It was literally him I, at the PG up here, but crap posting on Twitter, basically making jokes about certain things that were pretty off color at the time and even now. So. Yeah. <sighs> Watch it's, your tweets. I, Twitter is a loaded gun. Yeah. I'm telling you. So um, he was supposed to direct, because the first two were obviously so successful, he was supposed to direct Guardians of the Galaxy mm. 3 and fired. Oh. They Roseanne barred him. They were like, bam, you out. Sorry, Mr. Gunn. Yeah. And um, Dave Bautista and a number of other people who have worked with him and for him have come to his defense and say that this is crap and it shouldn't happen this way and that they love him so much. But I kind of feel like... If you're a movie company, your hands are tied. Like, this is what you have to do. Yeah, you know what? It's, these days, you have to vet people out, lest the public uh, affairs spectacle start to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, this is, this is what's going to happen. You hire somebody that's high profile now, you've got to look at their social media. Mm -hmm. I mean, I am, I'm glad I deleted all those tweets when I was in the KKK. <laughs> You know. That would have been awkward. Yeah. That I mean, on both sides, really. Right, yes. I mean, I never took off the sheet at the meeting. <laughs> you know? Sure. Like, yeah. Um, so we'll see if there's any change of heart. I don't think that there will be. No, but I think he's done. I think that's... Uh, yeah. that's there is a petition going out with like 50,000 signatures last time I saw it. To really? Yeah. Oh, but I, is it, is it going to be enough? Oh, hell no. Is, is it oh. going to stop Guardians of the Galaxy 3 from being a hit if he's not directing it? No. no. It's a Marvel movie. No. Right as soon as the, the last edit is done, this helicopter with a huge bag of money is just going to fly over <laughs> Disney and chunk, just drop it and fly off. Yes. Now, there was a big panel for The Walking Dead at mm. Comic-Con. Yes. And you had one Mr. Andrew Lincoln there, and he was, he was kind of bummed out. I mean, he was, like, relieved and bummed out at the same time. Mm. Because now that it's officially official and it's all out there and they can start talking about the next season, which will be his last one, um, he said how bummed he was that the story of him exiting the show leaked so early that people didn't get to experience it as the show was happening. Right. And now it'll completely, you know, change it for them as they watch Coded it. Coded scripts. Something. Mm, Star Wars has figured it out. So has Star Trek. It's get true. on board, Kirkman. Did it ruin it for you that you know now? No. no. I'm the kind of guy, though, oh, something's coming out. Let me see if I can find a script. <laughs> I totally don't care if it's spoiled. Oh, you, okay. No, did not. I'm kind of in that club, too. Bit. Yeah. I, uh, I'll jump on spoiler wagon. Yeah, I, I love it. Spoiler alert, bring it. You know, yes. I I always want to know what's going on in the movie before it happens. Mm -hmm. And um, with Walking Dead, I mean, 
by the ninth season, he will have been playing the character nonstop for nine years. The first shot of the show opens up on him. I, know. I mean, it's hard to see him go, but you got to figure sooner or later. He's going to want to yeah. shave. Like, yes. I, can you imagine? Like, he's like, I can take a shower. Okay, wait, let's pause right there. Shave. In Walking Dead, right? In Walking Dead, how come everybody's hair is like, they're, they're, they're groomed pretty nicely. I know they live in like little villages and stuff. But really, I in mean, the villages, you don't think somebody's like, you know what I can do? I can open up a little supercuts for all I'd, the survivors. <laughs> like for, they're not going to be picky right. as long as it's relatively even and keeps it out of their eyes so they can fight the zombies. For, for some for some canned goods, I'll give you a quaff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, but yeah. they do. They manage like his beard and Walking Dead is nice and it's, a, it's tight. Yes. Yeah. It's not swarm of bees beard. No. Um, yeah. So he was uh, he was bummed out about it, and uh, the castmates too, especially Norman Reedus. He's like, this guy's like my best friend. Yeah. This is gonna hurt me so They're, bad to come to work and have him not be there. It's funny you read or I read <laughs> a lot about what the cast does because oh, they all have apartments in Atlanta. It could have been Detroit. Hello, film incentive. <gasps> um, but they all have apartments. They all hang out. So. When the governor was the baddie, I think it was, what, season three or season two? Okay. Um, Andrew Lincoln, would that was his golfing buddy. Like, you hear, like, their lives offset because they're not <laughs> home. Right. So they have to go hang out in Atlanta. You know, you can only go to the Dukes of Hazard Museum once or twice, and <laughs> then you're tired of it. Every right? day, Joe, every day. Yes. You need to see that you, car. You can only go to the TBS Hall of Fame. You can only see the boarded-up cumulus broadcasting headquarters once. Wow. Did I make it in? Did I get hey, that in welcome to the bitter end of that break. <laughs> when we get back on Pop That Culture, something that I know Joe loves, mm. I know it. Oh, yeah. Yes. This was another one of the favorited big trailers that was released during Comic-Con, and you will get to see it and enjoy it next on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. 
But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another Prescription for Your Health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. And I'm Joe. Find us on Facebook somewhere. We're out over there. It's Pop That Culture Detroit. Yeah. All one big long <laughs> enormous word. And there's an at symbol. And there's an at. Just put it in there. Something will happen. We don't know. Yeah. Um, yes. So the trailer that you were excited about, Jojo? Oh, there were a few of them. Yes. And yeah, and actually, uh, tomorrow there's going to be another one that we, we'd so met. We could only fit a certain amount in the show today, but there's, there's one that I was saving yeah. for tomorrow. But for today, this one, people were falling in love with Shazam, mm. which stars Zachary Levi, mm -hmm. who um, is super charming. And I knew nothing about this story. I, you said it was a comic book yeah. or an animated series. It still is. Or, it's both. It was an animated series. It still is a comic book. Okay. And is it already beloved? I'm assuming oh, that's yeah. why they were willing to make it into yeah, a full it's, feature you know, length film. It's, it's, it's kind of like, uh, it's, you know, for the longest time, DC dominated the comics, you mm -hmm. know, and but Shazam was almost like a Marvel superhero in the DC universe. Well, right, yeah. And, I mean, this yeah. looks like they're going for some full-on comedy here, which mm -hmm. good for them to yeah. finally, you know, lighten up. Ooh. Well, they tried it with Green Lantern. Uh, ooh, they tried and, and they failed. And I didn't think that movie was... Green Lantern is still above Batman v Superman <laughs> with me. I'll go with you on that. Yeah. I will go with you on that, yeah. Batman v Superman was just a big pile of steaming fool. <laughs> but this movie looks fun, looks yes. cute, and enjoy the trailer. You've run from foster homes in six counties. I can take care of myself. When you're 18. Give these people a chance, because that's what they're giving you. This is Billy Batson. Make sure you make him feel at home. They seem nice, but don't buy it. It gets real Game of Thrones around here. Dude, just messing around. You look at me and you're like, why so dark? You're a disabled foster kid, you've got it all. If you could have one superpower, what would you pick? Everybody chooses flight. You know why? So they can fly away from this conversation. No, because heroes fly. What, you need your fake family to stand up for you? Hey. Man, sorry about that. Go, go, go! Grab it! Get out the way! Bailey Bats. I choose you as champion. Hello? Say my name so my powers may flow through you. But I don't know your name, sir. Shazam. Wait, for real? Say, okay! Shazam? What is happening? You're the only person I know that knows anything about this Cape Crusader stuff. Can I 
Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, right? What are your superpowers? Superpowers, dude? I don't even know how to pee in this thing. AM to the BM, BM to the AM. You have super strength. BM, you just got Can you fly? If I quit your BM, I still rock with safe home. If I quit this season, Whoa. I still be the greatest. You okay? Why are you talking? Oh. Sit down. You know, I don't think that's gonna buff out. Your phone's charged. Your phone's charged. The hell? You're like a bad guy, right? I'm bulletproof. <laughs> you're dead. Sorry about your window, but night. you're welcome for not getting robbed. Oh, hey, what's up? I'm a superhero. A lot of influences yes. in that one. Big. I, yes, the relationship between the two boys mm. felt very much like big. You had the giant piano scene. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. And then uh, I said the training montage where he's trying to learn how to fly reminded mm. me of Greatest American yes. Hero. And it just looks like a good time. I think we need it. You know, we do. I, you know, oh, we, it's about time we had a good. I mean, Deadpool was just wait. I mean, I wouldn't call Deadpool lighthearted. I would call this lighthearted. Yes. Mm. Yeah. 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 But I mean, even with uh, Thor Ragnarok kind of going in more of a silly, yeah. goofy direction, I fully appreciated that. And that, not that I don't like the darker tone superhero movies. I mean, I did, as we've mentioned before. I really liked the Christian Bale Batman movies, mm -hmm. and I loved the Dark Knights, but sometimes, Jesus, just with the lighten up for a second. Yeah. Woo! I think they're figuring that out. I mean, when you've got 20 years of, you know, the MCU coming up, you know, you've got to find a way to make it less, like, yeah. intense, and I think this is a way to do it, and hopefully DC... <laughs> It has something other than Wonder Woman to stand on with Ooh. Aquaman and Shazam coming out. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, there was a show that had a really interesting balance between darkness and humor, and that was mm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. And oh, that, yeah. I mean, that show could bring uh -huh. you to tears for uh -uh. sure. Mm -hmm. And well, I know it made you cry because you're like, she looks so good. Yeah, I was like, oh, Sarah fighting. Michelle Gellar. <laughs> God, you're so hot. 90 Sarah <laughs> Michelle Gellar. Okay, I got to tell you a story. You know what? One of the first presents that Sarah got me, was it you that got me that? What did I get you? The, the Sarah Michelle Gellar poster that hung in my studio. Oh, for, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently it was there until they closed the building no down way. and sold it. My, oh my yeah, God. the guy that replaced me after I quit yeah. kept it as an homage to me. <laughs> Candles burning in front of it. Every now and then it would start crying. <laughs> so and it was a kick-ass show. Uh -huh. And so, of course, they have to reboot it because why not? Mm -hmm. This time they are taking it in a new direction a wee bit. A more inclusive cast. What they know for sure, they don't know who, but they know that they want Buffy to be played by a black actress. Hmm. So they are working on that, and you'll still have Josh Whedon as a... Joss. Joss. Sorry, Joss yeah. Whedon. It's I'm easy to do that. Josh Whedon. <laughs> Joss Whedon will be the executive producer, but mm. somebody else will be writing the scripts. Right. That makes me nervous. I want to see Christy Swanson and Sarah Michelle Gellar <laughs> do something in this universe. You know what? Because Christy Swanson, 
I don't really remember anything else that she did in her life. But mm. in the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie, I thought she was She fantastic. was really good. She, she was, was so perfect. Good. She was very, very good in she that was. movie. She was. And then Pee Wee Herman's death scene. <laughs> yes. My goodness, bring that back too. <sighs> he dies in an adult movie theater yeah. in Sarasota, Florida. <laughs> Stop ah. it. You're the worst. Oh, I'll tell you what's a bad idea though. Mm. I cannot get on board with this. Just don't. I know that it's still a thing to make musicals into movies and have the movie musical version of it. And we've got Mamma Mia 2 uh -huh. and there might be a Mamma Mia 3. And I know that we've had success with things like Dreamgirls or Chicago. And I don't think Les Mis did that well. They wanted it to. I don't think it did. Mm. Don't, please just don't. Don't make cats. Can no. I ask a favor? If, there's, if you're listening, person who does these things. Don't do it. No. Don't make cats. They're going to make... It's a money grab. It will be a money grab. Oh, God. Just saying. I just... I can't... I, can't, I know it's like one of the longest running shows ever. I can't get... And I love cats. Like mm. literal, actual, physical cats. But the musical, <laughs> it's just... No. Ugh, it's, It'll be ugh. CGI. Oh, God. <laughs> It'll CGI be all motion cats. capture. <laughs> <laughs> just the worst. Wow, those cats look so real. <laughs> just... Cough this hairball up now and don't make it happen. The litter box scene will be intense, though. <laughs> so, they, you know, and listen, Jennifer Hudson, as we mentioned, was in Dreamgirls, so she know, she's an insanely fantastic voice, so she's going to sing Memories, mm. which is the most famous song right. from that show, um, which th that's fine, I guess. But you've got Taylor Swift is going to be one of the cats and cats. Ian McKellen, Sir Ian McKellen is signed up for cats. What the hell yeah. is going on? He'll be Cat Dolph. <laughs> cat Dolph. <laughs> and James Corden, who uh, he was in the Into the Woods movie musical that happened. Also didn't do as well as they'd hoped. Yeah. I just, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Meow. Yeah. Pass, please. Now, I am excited for the third season of Stranger Things, but I would have been really excited if they would have done something that we found out this weekend came really close to happening, which was fan favorite character Barb, who got totally screwed yep. over. Yep. Eaten up, left in the upside, upside down. down. Oh, Barb. Barb and your pleated pants you and know your what? super 80s outfits. And, and her Tootsie glasses. She has Tootsie <laughs> glasses. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman, wear those glasses and Tootsie. You I'm are... just saying. <laughs> I think this is all a sham. You... I think she is coming back at some point. No. I think she will come back. I think like if it makes it to season five or six, they'll bring Barb back. As a ghost? As, as, a, as a monster or something. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. That's interesting. As a monster. Yeah, uh, one of the producers. Be a monster with the Tootsie glasses. <laughs> it's got to be Barb. She has Tootsie glasses. I would love a nearsighted monster. Yeah. Like, you just. You knock her glasses <laughs> off, and it's like Velma and Scooby Doo. She's on the ground. I can't. I'm going to eat you, but hold on. Cause Wait. I can't. Stop the chase. <laughs> got to find my glasses. <laughs> oh, oh, here they are. <laughs> This Sorry. is why I should have gone to what it was at the American place that uh, you can get like two pairs. Oh, America's pairs. best. They're <laughs> yeah. still around. I'll tell you though, Costco, great optometrist at Costco. Really? Oh yeah. Good place and to get glasses. And reasonable prices. Then you get a slice of pizza and a dog. You're good. 
Well, anyway, the, the producers admitted this weekend that there was a short, there was a brief moment in time where because there was such fan outrage when she died and they didn't realize how much people were going to love right. her, that they did consider bringing her back. And they were like, nah, it doesn't really fit no, with the story. No, 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 no. Here's what's going to happen. This is, this is what I'm, I'm going to predict it right now. So, Dave, make note of this. We'll talk about this if Pop That Culture lasts another season. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Full so, butt, go on. <laughs> I think what's going to happen is this. Around season five or six, yeah. the numbers for Stranger Things will start to dip. And they're going to need a gimmick to boost the numbers back up. And it will be the return of Barb. And it'll be on a cliffhanger. You would like to They're, think. A monster's going to break through the wall, and the only thing you're going to see through the dust are the Tootsie glasses. And then they're going to end the season, <laughs> and then everybody will be like, oh my God, i got to watch the second season now. I know you're ride or die for Barb, but Joe, it is not going to. Would you like to take that bet? They will never bring Barb back. I'll take that bet. You take that. I'll take, I'll take, take that, that bet. bet. Yeah, what? All right, so that happened. And then next, when we get back, possibly the most painfully cute dog video you have ever seen. And we will show it to you next on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Static lullaby. Static lullaby. I almost did the original. No, this like, is so no, much better. Gotta be a, and you know what? I listened to five or six toxic covers, and they were all really good. Oh, that's all they do is covers? Well, no. 
no, I listened to all toxic. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Different bands. Band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this version is actually pretty good. It might be good enough to make the boat mix. <gasps> if it makes the Ooh. boat mix, it's got to be good. Exactly. Just saying. Exactly. <laughs> nice. I love it. Uh, yes, the reason why Britney Spears' Toxic is out there right now, again, is because this little dog has gone viral. <laughs> this little dog named Riley. <sighs> made a sound little like a little howl sound yeah. and his owner realized that it sounded like a bit of the music from Britney Spears Toxic. Yes. <laughs> Dude, that sound. I can't even make it like this the dog is better than any human yes. being could in making this actual mm -hmm. sound that fits in. So, of course, somebody took little Riley's dog sound and then edited it into the video. Genius. <laughs> with Britney Spears Toxic. So here's the Riley Britney mashup. Baby, can't you see? I'm calling. A like you should wear a It's dangerous. I'm The band. <laughs> oh, Riley. Oh. I don't know what Riley was sad about, yeah. but. On key, on point, just Love like it. perfect match for that. So mm. he's getting retweeted like a million Crazy. times. People love little Riley. Oh, 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 Riley. <laughs> now I love Diet Coke and I love it the most in fountain form from McDonald's. I love regular Coke and mm -hmm. I love it the most from fountain form from McDonald's. Yes. And this even beats to me the Coke freestyle machines where you can like do all kinds of remixes. Yeah, right. Of, you <laughs> remix Coke, yeah. mash it up, yeah. and flip it, spin it, rewind it. Rub it down. Oh no. And I knew that McDonald's gets their own special mixer has their mm. own special recipe yes, which is why theirs tastes different than anybody else's yep they do uh, their own special syrup right but uh buzzfeed came out and revealed the details like it goes way deeper than that i mean they are so hardcore about making sure that the coke and diet coke you get from mcdonald's is different from anywhere else so Normally, they're stored, in, the syrup is stored in plastic bags, but at McDonald's they have it in stainless steel containers. They filter their water differently and more, allegedly, mm. than other places. The fast food company pre-chills the syrup, and then they make their straws extra wide so that you get more of the flavor right. hitting your tongue. It's just so satisfying when you drink a Coke from McDonald's. Yes. Now, if McDonald's put the same science into their other menu items that they did <laughs> into their Coke and fries, Oh, the fries too. They would win the restaurant wars and be the only restaurant in demolition, man. I'm just saying. I know. I would agree. <sighs> uh, yeah, I if I'm if I'm going to rank fries, I'm still going to I mean, they have to be like fresh out of the oil. They have to be super mm. hot. But McDonald's fries, I would still put at number one. And then I'm a big fan of the curly fry. Mm. So I might go there for number two. Right. And then three might be Wendy's. What's your ranking? Um, okay, mine, I'm a little bit more high maintenance about it. Number one's <laughs> of McDonald's. Course of course you are. Number one's McDonald's. Uh -huh. I, the last few years, things that, you know, curly fries have been, um, you know, not very popular. You know, if you look at Brazzers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and then... Um, I would say next on the list, Wendy's dipped in a frosty. Oh, and tied. That is the business. There you go. Tied for second, 
would be Leo's Coney Island or any any decent Coney Islands mm-hmm. chili cheese fries. Really? Yes. You're on oh, that yeah. chili cheese fries. Oh, yeah, girl. oh yeah. Right. Now, it's where good do to you, start your protein. Where do you put uh, poutine in this mix? Or oh. do you? Well, you know, thank you. Now I'm going to have to redo I'm my sorry. list. I'm sorry. Tied, it's a three-way tie <laughs> for a second because Mercury Burger Bar, their poutine fries mm-hmm. are phenomenal, especially when you're lit. Yeah. And then you've got Hopcat's Crack Fries, which you have, I don't know, you have like three locations now, or I'm not sure exactly. Yeah, you know what? It, I'll give you the Hopcat, but the problem with Hopcat is it always seems like when I want crack fries the mm-hmm. most, I have to wait to get a table mm. to get my crack fries. Yes. It, you know, getting crack fries should be like getting actual crack. <laughs> you should just drive to kind is of a sketchy easy? neighborhood. Is that easy? I don't no. know. <laughs> you just drive to a sketchy neighborhood, make uh-huh. sure nobody followed you, find some guy that looks like he might have crack fries, give he him some opens up his trench coat, and yeah. you're like, what are you? Oh, crack fries. Thank and he you. Gives, and she has some... Crack fries, usually in a little plastic baggie. <laughs> he hands it over to you. You give him some cash. You drive about five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, fifteen miles away. Mm-hmm. You look behind you again, and then you eat your crack fries. Yes, it's very simple. It's so easy. Yeah, worth it. <laughs> worth every moment. Yes. You know what else is worth every moment? Craig Folly. Craig Folly. He is like, like like the crack yeah. fries of of entertainment. You Doesn't can't need to stop. be augmented. He's just good the way he just is. Just two hours of pure mm. Craig. So get a good straw in a chilled stainless steel receptacle. <laughs> or something. Yeah. Craig's up next. We'll see you tomorrow.